What's going on, fam? David Anthony here with the Grip Gaining Relevant Innovative Perspectives. I am your host. Thank you for hanging out with me today, man. We're making our way through this fall. Man, holidays are coming up. Don't you just love the holidays? You get a chance to hang out, kind of dial back a little bit, just kind of rest your body, eat some good food, have some great fun, fellowship with friends and family. So I don't know what you got planned, but put it in the works, man. We're going to be really working on trying to make it happen in this season. Man, got another powerful show uh, coming your way today. And uh, I'm just excited to have this young lady hanging out with me today, man, because she has just been doing some remarkable things. And I'm just so thrilled, man, that she would take the time to hang out with me here on The Grill, gaining relevant, innovative perspectives. Today, we welcome Miss Erica Lawrence, and she is Miss Black International Ambassador 2022. Man, hey, hey lady, how are you? Hey, I am doing wonderful. And let me just say, anything you ask me to do, I will do it, okay? I have gained so much just knowledge and wisdom from you from being a, a little kid growing up in your church. So, of course, I will be here. It's my pleasure. I'm telling you, I am just, I mean, when I look back and just <laughs> see everything that's going on, and I got to read your bio and your vita and seeing all the amazing things that you have accomplished and where you are right now. Again, kudos to you um, for uh, what's happening in your life. I know you've got proud parents, proud uh, relatives, your children. I mean, just everything is just such an exciting time. So, you know, glad that you stopped by to hang out with us here on The Grip. Tell me, how'd you get involved with, with the pageant and, and, and have this interest to, to want to be um, an international ambassador. How, how did that whole thing unfold for you? Yeah, so I found out about the pageant system through one of my friends who was competing in the pageant last year where um, the international pageant was held in the Bahamas. Oh, so wow. she's like, yes, she said, hey, can you come and support me? So flew out there to support her in the Bahamas and learn more about this system that allowed women in different age groups and different stages in their lives to compete. So if you're not familiar with the pageant circuit, most women who compete in pageantry are in the Miss uh, system, or excuse me, Miss division, which are women who are in their 20s, you know, usually college students, really young. Right. And so this pageant system allowed women like myself who are over 30 years old and women like myself who have a child or children. Um, and then they also have a division for married women. So that's what attracted me to the system, first of all, because women come in all different shapes, sizes, stages in life, but we all have things that we are passionate about and that we want to see happen in the world. And so they give a an opportunity for Black women from all over the world. We had contestants from Australia, Cameroon, and they allow us to come together, share something that we are passionate about, that okay. we want to see change in the global world from a global perspective. And um, that's what drew, drew me to the this pageant system. Wow, that's simply awesome. I've got a, a, a photo, let me see. Um, <laughs> yeah, talk a little bit about that. You know those ladies there? 
Yes, so this is my teen Miss and Mrs. Queens. As I mentioned, we're all in different divisions and they won their perspective divisions. This was right after we won. I mean, we were so excited to see all of our hard work kind of come together. So yes, I know these beautiful ladies. They are my sister queens. Wow. And when I talk to you, when I say what a remarkable photo, the, the capture of that, just stunning. And you can tell the excitement that was on everybody's face. And, you know, immediately afterwards, like, yes, this has really happened for me. So you know, I was really excited about what was going on when I saw that photo and I was able to see some other things that have taken place. Now, you mentioned that something that you wanted to change in the world. So it means you had to have a platform. Yes. Um, so talk a little bit about your platform. I think it, it, it's called The Heal. Yes, Heal, okay. uh -huh. which stands for Help Everyone Access Life. Ah. And the reason I launched the HEAL initiative is because my mom is currently battling cancer, stage four cancer in multiple areas of her body. Mercy. And going through this journey with her has opened my eyes to the different causes of cancer. Okay. Um, I learned from the American Cancer Society that 42% of newly diagnosed cancers are avoidable. People are getting these cancers based on the foods that we eat, the lifestyles that we live. Wow. And so I wanted to make it my business to educate, North, starting with North Carolina, because I was a North Carolina queen first, educate the people of North Carolina like, hey, there's something that we can do about this. We don't have to lose so many lives to cancer. Cancer is the number one cause of death in North Carolina. So it felt even more important for me to spread the HEAL initiative, spread this knowledge, and also give people fun, actionable ways to help prevent cancer and also increase their quality of life if they do have cancer. Wow. So tell um, uh, my listening audience the uh, name of the platform or your project again, the acronym for it. It's the HEAL initiative, stands mm -hmm. for Help Everyone Access Life. We are Help losing everyone access life. Life. Yes. Wow. Man, that's some powerful statistics that you just gave about one, that cancers are curable. Two, it 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 is about intake of what we eat and lifestyle. And and most of what's going on with us when our bodies go wrong has a lot to do with intake and lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Um and so uh essentially when we learn how to to go about curbing those. So you're on to something powerful, especially <clears throat> being able to talk about it um, to your audience, to your peer group, uh, because sometimes when they hear it from another peer, it seems to um, take root a little bit more than when somebody else is speaking to them from a, a, a different generation. So kudos to you for um, having that initiative and that project. And I've seen some work of yours and followed you. Uh, Instagram and Facebook wise. So you get a chance to go to a lot of places <clears throat> and talk to a lot of people. Um, so talk about one of those experiences when you were on the trail and you were out there talking about um, your initiative. Yeah. So one of my favorite events um, was actually here in Charlotte and I had the opportunity to bring some cancer survivors people wow. who were currently battling cancer, and then some supporters all together uh, for a fun scavenger hunt. Wow. 
And so we got to be outside and enjoy the outdoors, but we also had some very powerful moments where people were sharing their stories and sharing their journeys. And um, one person in particular uh, shared just how her life changed through cancer, like how it kind of, you know, declined, like her health and her energy, but how she overcame that. And that like brought me to tears, like no matter what is going on in life, if you one connect with the Holy Spirit and get that guidance on what to do, like you can Mm. overcome it. Nothing is a a, a death sentence. Nothing is final. As we say, you know, God has the final say. Mm. And if you, you know, connect with the right people, you know, connect with the right community, connect with the right resources, you can beat cancer, you can beat depression, you can beat, you know, whatever tries to overcome you. So that was one of the most powerful events that I had. And then it was so fun to see a bunch of grown-ups running outside looking for leaves and rocks. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Oh, wow. But activities, uh, as you um, uh, uh, get older, which you're, you're starting to recognize, things that you thought were trivial in your teens and in your 20s are not as trivial anymore. Uh, They kind of take on a different kind of meaning uh, in your life. And and certainly motherhood probably has brought that into a a better focus for you too. It's like, hey, I wouldn't be bothered with this, but (laughs) my children have got me doing things and I just like, "Mm mm-mm. But that's just life. So I'm sure that they were just like, hey, let's try this. Let's go out here and look for some stuff. And and, and in their minds, they probably would have not have done it before had it not been put together as an activity uh, of such that you were encouraging them in the same way. If you're just tuning in, this is David Anthony with The Grip, gaining relevant, innovative perspectives. I am talking with Miss Erica Lawrence. Erica, tell my listening audience your official title and how long that you will hold that title. Sure, so I am Ms. Black International Ambassador 2022. I just received my crown October 17th. So oh. I will reign for an entire year until October 2023. Um, and prior to that, I was Miss Black North Carolina. So I had the opportunity for a whole year to reign in the state of North Carolina. So you were Miss Black North Carolina. Now you are uh, the international. So as being the international, does that mean international travel? It does. And I'm so excited because I love to travel. It is like one of my favorite things to do. Um, And so we have different appearances we are responsible for. And then my initiative, I now have a global platform. So wherever I decide to take the HEAL initiative, I can do so. I can connect with some global organizations who are already doing this type of work and just partner with them. And um, I'm excited. Wow, that is absolutely amazing. And everything that you did uh, school-wise going off to college has fit right into this because you have a communications degree um, and then you also have a master's degree. And so uh, I'm just hearing you so sharp and so focused. Um, how much of that do you contribute from that, that you gained while you were in school that has helped you to be able to do some of these programs and be in some of these events? Yeah, so definitely the communication studies in undergrad, 
I'm using all of those skills these days. I mean, the art of storytelling, wow. um, the art of kind of making your point in a succinct way. Like I do these in types of interviews all the time now. So I have to learn or had to learn, you know, how to be polished and well-spoken now that I'm speaking to a global audience. Um, and then that master's degree definitely taught the importance of networking uh. and knowing your purpose when networking. So uh, in my master's program, we had a lot of events where we met leaders of corporations, like CEOs of these million dollar corporations. And those people don't have much time to just talk about nothing, right? You have to be very intentional when you meet with those types of leaders. And so my master's degree definitely prepared me for that and also giving me a global way of thinking, right? Wow. Thinking bigger than just a small business. Like when you're running a corporation that spans multiple countries, you have to right. think from a global perspective. So it definitely has prepared me for that. Shout out to UNCG and Mercer University in Atlanta. Uh, I love my, my alma maters. <laughs> Grateful for those experiences. That's powerful um, because when we draw from the well of our past and we look at the persons who help shape and mold us, it is just always so um, uh, rewarding when you can look back and say, yeah, I see how this helped me to get where I am. And you're beyond polished. I'm telling you, uh, I have you. seen some of the stuff that you have done and you, you step to every occasion um, poised and ready. Um, so they elected and they crowned a jewel when when you step oh. to the forefront um, to go forth and do so. Again, kudos to you uh, for making that happen. I, I want to kind of shift just a little bit because we've been talking globally. We've been talking about platforms and things of that nature. And right now in our country, we're seeing women rise to heights uh, in education, in business, in politics. Um being heads of um, Fortune 500 companies and things of that nature. Talk a little bit about why you believe your voice is important in this season. Why is it important for individuals to hear from you and your generation? That is a great question. Um, okay, I want to break it into, into two parts. The first go part ahead. I'm, I'm ready. kind of go women... Ahead. Uh, women, you know, rising during this season. I am excited about women rising during this season because although we have traditionally been labeled as, you know, you're only a nurturer or you're only, you know, a homemaker, that's an amazing perspective to have when it comes to a leadership position. Because yes, when making business decisions, you know, there's finances, there's data and stuff we need to consider, but there's also a human perspective, wow. right? And what we've learned during COVID is the human perspective is the most important because at the end of the day, if everything is shut down, all you have left is yourself, your family, those you are close to. So it's wow. important to lead from a human perspective, right? From a nurturing perspective. Um, so I'm excited that there's more women stepping into these leadership positions to kind of voice that perspective and, and just a different perspective. I mean, the United States has been run by men, you know, no offense. Uh, <laughs> been I, run I, by no men. offense taken at all. I hear you. <laughs> for so long and I think it's just time for some different leadership right gotcha. not better but just different a different perspective as you know men and women sometimes we we think differently right. um and so I'm excited that we'll just have a, a female 
perspective coming into these leadership positions. Um, and then what you were saying about my generation. So I love my generation, uh, 90s baby, right? So we know what it's like prior to social media and technology, but we grew up in social media and technology and kind of pushed it forward. Right. And now we're seeing the effects of social media and technology. And so we can kind of lead knowing all of these things, right? Being a part of all of these different phases, seeing it grow. And now we can say, hey, you know, we underestimated the power of this <laughs> of social media and, and how fast technology is moving. So wow. let's guide it, guide it in the right direction, right? Let's guide it in, in, um, in ways that help us more than hurt us. Right. So a lot of people in my age group and I say, you know, millennials, so 30s, 40s um, are realizing the importance of mental health and we're being bold of speaking about it. Right. And I think that's something that older generations may not have quite understood what it was like. They knew, okay, something's going on with my mind. I'm sad. I'm crying, but I got to keep going because I got to survive. I got to get through it. Whereas my generation is like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Like we don't want to reach our 60s and 70s and be so beat down by life that we're taking the time now to say, hey, I need a mental health break. Hey, I need to step back and being more comfortable voicing what it is that we need. And I think us being bold enough to open these doors is giving the younger generation power to, to make some changes to do some things, right? So I don't feel like we were empowered in our teens and 20s to make change. We were just kind of thrown in the mix. Like, wow. you, you do what you say, you do what you're told, you know, kind of dragged along. But this younger generation is being empowered to actually make some big changes because we've opened those doors to have those tough conversations about what's really going on uh, in society today. Wow. If you're just tuning in, thank you for joining us today on The Grip, gaining relevant, innovative perspectives. I've got Miss Erica Lawrence, and she is a dynamic, phenomenal uh, young lady who is doing some outstanding things. And I love the initiative. I love the Heal Initiative uh, and, and just where it's going and your focus um, and just how you are articulating that. And now that you get a chance to take it globally, I think that that's going to be another remarkable thing. Let's come back, focus home just a little bit because you're a mom and you've got all these fascinating and great things going on. And you mentioned something about social media. So now I'm sure that uh, you, you are experiencing that tension with your children and social media and along with what you do with social media how are you handling that dynamic with, with the kiddies, <laughs> with, with them and them wanting to be able to interact or see what mom's doing on, on Instagram and Facebook and all that other kind of stuff? What's that whole experience like? Yeah, so I have one child who is enough. I have one daughter named Aubrey. Um, she is nine, about to turn 10 this month. Ooh. So she very much wanting to be a part of social media, especially TikTok, um, because her cousins and everything are are on there. I got and you. we I battle got with that. We do. We battle with that because she's like, well, you're on social media. And I'm like, yeah, yeah but it's, it's for my business. It's for my work. And 
I, I just don't see a need for you to be on there right now. And so we actually had a really deep conversation about why she wanted to be a part of it. And she's like, mom, I just like being creative. Like, wow. I like doing the different effects and the different, you know, challenges and trends that are on okay. social media. So I had to hear her out and, and we had to kind of come to a compromise. Um, so she is allowed to have social media, but it is private and it is only family who she can add, you know, to be her followers. But I always want to give her the space to be creative. Um, my parents gave me the space to be creative and it's led me to this point right now. Whereas I've met some people whose parents forced them down a particular path and didn't give them that space and opportunity to be creative. And they are not happy with right. the life choices that they made. And I never want to hinder my daughter from being her best self and you know, living the life that God has ordained for her. So it's, it's a challenge. <laughs> well, I appreciate you sharing that because I think across the board, uh, parents, um, are having this challenge because social media, um, digital platforms, streaming has become the way of life. When COVID hit, as you mentioned before, I mean, it was a Chromebook um, that was keeping your child educated uh, Monday through Friday for, uh, you know, 18 months or so. Uh, and so now it's 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 a part of the fabric of everything that we have going on. And so to be able to articulate and share that, because, you you know, as a parent, you have to have that balance. Um, I've always heard, you know, you blink your eye and the next thing you know, they'll be grown. And so you'll be like, where did the time go or, or just what happened? And so, um, you know, just exciting. Uh, congratulations, Aubrey, getting ready to turn 10. And so oh blessings goodness. and prayer <laughs> will be extended to you in that same manner. And while we're talking about prayer, prayers go up for your mom. We know she's been battling. And so we definitely continue to lift her up um, and, and just uh, praying that the Lord just continues to give her strength as, you know, she makes it through and, and is a witness uh, to what the amazing power of God uh, can be able to do on our behalf. Listen, time has just flown on today. I appreciate you stopping by and hanging out with me for, for a few minutes. Um, give my listening audience your final words and uh, we're going to wrap it up on today. Yeah, I I actually want my final words to be a shout out to you. Oh, I feel wow. like over the years, you know, even as society changes and technology as, as things change you've always had that gift of being able to connect with multiple generations wow. um you've been able to be relevant you know during different phases of life um i mean i remember you doing you know music and, and youth concerts when i was a youth so to see that you're still able to connect to my generation younger generations older generations like that's a gift you know, wow. that's a gift to stay relevant throughout wow. this whole time, throughout these decades. So I just want to say kudos to you, much respect uh, for what you do, because I know it's not easy. Like ministry is not easy by itself. So you wow. having ministry plus, you know, your social platforms, plus being a father, a husband, like I respect, <laughs> much respect to you. <laughs> Well, I certainly appreciate you coming by and thank you for just the encouragement. It's empowering because um, I told you now in the beginning to just look back from seeing you as uh, that that budding girl 
um, at the church and to see you now, especially that picture. I'm going to put it up here one more time. I mean, that right there is just like, you know, you, that's what you are hoping for at the end is that individuals make it and they make that stride in life and you've definitely done it. And the thing about it is you're bringing other people along. You're just not out there. You're not out there just doing this on your own, but you're bringing other people along and creating a pathway. So again, uh, congratulations. Thanks for stopping by The Grip. And uh, we'll be talking and continuing to follow up with you. And if you need us for something, you know how to get with us. Uh, just just hit us up, send us a shout out, and you know we'll, we'll connect and do what we can. All right? Alrighty, thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your day. All right, you too. Take care. All right, the grip, gaining relevant, innovative uh, perspectives. Listen at me. Uh, keep it on the lock right here on the grip, and I'll check you out next week. All right, God bless.